Episode 22, Experiment in Terra. Now we come to the Quantum Leap episode. I don't know if anybody noticed this before. This is my independent conclusion, but this must have been noticed by somebody before. I edited the Battlestar Wiki page on this. One of the writers and producers of Battlestar Galactica is also the creator of Quantum Leap, one Donald P. Belisario. The situation is just way too coincidental. This horrible episode of Battlestar Galactica was also even made into a longer movie of the week. OMG is all I have to say. If this is the episode of Battlestar Galactica that they made into a longer movie, they had no idea what they were doing. First of all, it amazes me how they are still giving acting credits to people who aren't even in the show anymore. There's no Boxy or Athena, and they get also starring credit. Jolly, that fat pilot who is barely in the entire fracking series, is in it for all of ten seconds. Captain's Log. Galactica is chasing the Eastern Alliance ship back to its base. And that's the last we hear of this ship. I guess it tucks its tail between its legs, yet never calls home base to tell them of their imprisonment or the remarkable battle star that is on its way, following them. Don't even try to tell me they don't know the Galactica is following them. Apollo's Viper is immediately abducted by the ship of the beings of light in order to meet some dude named John. You've got to help Terra, John says. You must do your best to stop a war. He says he has no physical body. He says he is Apollo's brother, but from many generations in the future. What happens to the people on Terra can affect us as well as you and your people. John is going to put Apollo on Terra in the persona of a soldier named Colonel Charlie Watts, who has gone missing in action. He's a bit of a scoundrel, John says. The real soldier is held captive on Luna 1. This is supposedly because Apollo does not have time to gain their confidence as Apollo. What the hell kind of plot is this? This is where the quantum leap shit starts. Starbuck goes to help Apollo when his ship comes back. And poor Boomer always left behind Apollo and Starbuck to mine the store. Apollo lands on Earth and is now Charlie Watts. He's almost run over by a car driven by his girlfriend, a girl named Brenda. She received a phone call to meet him out there. I guess John placed that call. She takes Apollo to her apartment, and this should have been my first clue as to the ending because I could not tell if they were being all 1970s futuristic or not. You simply cannot tell the year or decade from the decor of the buildings. There is a video phone and everything is all white and clean. John appears again just like Al in Quantum Leap. Nobody can see him but Apollo. John says his sense of humor is necessary in working with primitive cultures. Brenda calls the military police to take Apollo away. A force field on the jail cell is another indication of advanced culture. We see the president of the Western Alliance, some ponce in high boots, that knows all about Charlie Watts being tucked away on Luna 1. He is trying to make a peace treaty with the Eastern Alliance. Indeed, he is fighting the Presidium for such a treaty. I guess when all is said and done, you have to think of this president as Poland making a non-aggression treaty with Germany. He says he is trying to avoid an abyss which will end all civilization on this planet. Starbuck finds Apollo's Viper on Terra. He is then found by the People's Nationalist Force. He stuns all nine of them and blows up their vehicle. 
Brenda's father has been on a secret mission for the Presidium, saying that the President has been lying. Watts would be the only proof of the President's deception. He and Brenda are then captured. Apollo tries to convince everyone he isn't Watts. So why the bloody cover or disguise in the first place? It would have been simpler if he had just tried to prove who he really was.